I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to monday.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hello and welcome back to the Out of Spec podcast. I'm your host, Francie. Thank you for plugging in to some EV news with me today. As we look forward into the new year of 2024 and look back in the rearview mirror of 2023, we can see how much change has happened in the EV space in the past 365 days. And a big part of that, of course, is the opening up of the North American charging standard where Tesla really shook up the industry. Charging companies quickly said, all right, we're going to move with the market and incorporate next on the public charging network. Look at us go, we'll come out with our plans, let us figure it out. The automakers, on the other hand, really took their time coming out with their agreements, announcements, and plans with Tesla and with the North American charging standard on their future EVs and how current CCS vehicles will be able to access the supercharger network. So that's what we're gonna dive into today, an overview of the future of the Tesla supercharger network access when it comes to CCS vehicles. I want to give a full picture of what each automaker has announced, including when they announced it, the number of superchargers that their drivers will initially have access to according to their press releases, their adapter plans, and then any other interesting points that I came along along my way. But first I want to start with those non-Tesla drivers who will have the first access to the supercharger network in 2024, and that is Ford and GM. You've probably heard about this. In May and June, respectively, Ford and GM announced that their EV drivers will gain access to 12,000 Tesla superchargers. They stated that drivers would access the supercharger network via an, via an adapter in 2024, and then their next-gen vehicles in 2025 will be delivered with the next port natively. So this is a huge selling point that you can find in every automaker's press release. And that is, well, number one, they are so smart and amazing for switching to NACs. And that two, 
Access to the supercharger network is a huge value add for their customers in terms of accessibility and reliability. Tesla has nearly, if not already, hit 2,000 chargers in the US, 2,000 in Canada, 2,000 in China, and then over 1,000 in Europe. Those are stations, which is over 50,000 superchargers globally. So they are definitely gigantic. So gaining access to this network, if you're in any of those countries or any of those regions, is definitely going to be beneficial. It's very important to have fast public charging for road trips, especially. And the current CCS infrastructure is notoriously, unfortunately, unreliable. And with our work at Out of Specs Rate Your Charge program, my colleague Ryan was able to summarize your feedback on the CCS network because folks would send in videos, send in basically reviews and tweet them at the rate your charge account. And then we took all that data and we have been logging it and tracking it and storing it. So uh, make sure to check that out if you haven't already. But the common threads that he was able to put together is that charging on the CCS public network means that there are limited charging speeds when you're supposed to have more higher speeds of charging, that there are lines that most people encounter, that there are inaccuracies within the app in terms of the accessibility or the availability of chargers when you pull up, and that often there were half or more chargers offline at a location once you got there. Most road trip routes require extensive use of Electrify America, and if you've been following out of spec for any time or have been an EV driver for any time, you might know that they have some reliability problems. They went ahead and put in chargers along the corridors, kind of. Usually they're a couple to a few to four or five miles off the highway, but technically at a corridor at a Walmart or a shopping mall, which is great. But those were, you know, powered by the VW diesel gate. So they went and put those in the ground. There's often only four chargers at a location. And there were numerous problems that people would run into that led to lines and reduced charging speeds. The chargers were just not doing what they were advertised that they were able to do. There were also app inaccuracies that led to unexpected problems and slowdowns at sites like there are supposed to be two chargers available, but the station is actually full. So you pull up, you have to wait, etc., etc. So public charging is obviously very important. Back over to Ford and GM. So there was a meeting in, in, in far west Utah, F-A-R-R -R West Utah, at a city planning meeting the other week. And Ginny Preter, a Tesla design manager of charging infrastructure, was in attendance. And at the meeting, Ginny said, our first car companies, Ford and GM, are starting in February of 2024. Once they have the adapter and software to interface with our charging stations, they will actually be open to those vehicles. So I will link the video to that city hall meeting that you can listen to and watch yourself in the show notes. So Ford and GM customers can expect this adapter to become available in February so that they can use the supercharger network with their CCS vehicles. On the other hand, other manufacturers, other auto manufacturers will be receiving their adapters later. In general, with the staggered announcements that we saw with automakers on their NAX plans, we're probably going to see a staggered rollout of access for those automakers as well. I'm not sure if it'll just be across 2024, so a bit of a stunted stagger, but still a phase out, which I'm sure is a welcome plan to roll out access rather than swamping the chargers with all the new drivers that are going to be able to use the supercharger network. So 
Um, as well as not swamping the chargers, this will give needed time to test interoperability with these new vehicles that will be on the network. So Tesla's got a lot of work to do. So do the automakers when it comes to interoperability. And I'm sure they're already doing a lot of that already with their CCS vehicles. There are still a few unknowns that we're waiting for. When in February exactly will Ford and GM have access? Not sure. How much will the adapter cost customers? What can we expect of the maximum charging speeds and amperage that we're able to get as CCS drivers from the supercharger, Tesla superchargers. And then while it's not confirmed, you know, what will the experience be like? Will I need to pay with the app? Can I plug in and charge? Will it be more like the magic dock interface? That's what we're pretty sure it's going to be like. And then who knows, will it cost CCS or, or you know, out of network, not Tesla drivers more per kilowatt hour? We're gonna have to see. Which manufacturers are next? That's another question, and we really don't know. I, I wouldn't be surprised if it doesn't go with the timeline of when automakers announced their plans with Tesla. It could be that, that once they announced them, they fell in line, or maybe it has something to do with how many EVs are on the road or something like that, but we'll have to see. So I went ahead and put together a table with all the information directly taken from automakers press releases about their NACS plans. And I'll put that up here and go over, over it with you to paint a picture of who has switched, when they switched, and the number of superchargers they've announced that their customers will have access to, their information about adapters availability for their drivers, and then anything else that might be interesting. So let's buckle in as I go over these in alphabetical order. So these are all folks who have transitioned to NAX not yet, but they have plans to. They've announced them. BMW Group, they announced it on October 17th for BMW Mini and Rolls-Royce drivers to access available superchargers through their displays and actually make payments through their respective vehicle's brand app. They didn't say the number of superchargers, and they also didn't say any plans for an adapter. They did say that BMW Group will adopt the North American charging standard for its BEVs in US and Canada starting in 2025. Fisker, they announced their plans to go next on August 15th. So this will provide Fisker owners with 12,000 supercharger stations in the US and in Canada. And then Fisker will adopt the NAX port on its vehicles in 2025. They'll also be able to use adapters to enable supercharging beginning in quarter one of 2025. Ford, we went over this, but they announced their plans on May 25th and that starting early next year, February, now we know they'll have access to 12,000 Tesla superchargers across the US and Canada. That is the Mustang Mach-E and the F-150 Lightning, and then any e-transit customers will be able to access the superchargers via an, an adapter and software integration where they will be able to activate and pay via the Ford Ass or the Ford Pro Intelligence app. Did I say, I meant Ford Pass. <laughs> In 2025, Ford will offer next generation vehicles with the North American charging standard connector built in Genesis. They announced it on October 5th, the North American charging standard will start in their vehicles natively in quarter four of 2024. So the Genesis EVs will have NACs and will gain access to over 12,000 superchargers in North America. And also the CCS ports will be able to use the supercharger network via an adapter starting in quarter one of 2025. GM. This one's kind of interesting. So June 8th, they made their announcements. They will begin to integrate the North American charging standard in new EVs in 2025 
12,000 Tesla superchargers accessible starting in early 2024. We know now that is February. And then that Tesla supercharger access in 2024 will require an adapter. But in 2025, the first GM EVs will be built with an axe inlet so they can just directly plug in. And then in the future, GM has said that they will actually make an adapter available for drivers with the NACS-enabled vehicles to charge on the CCS-capable fast charge stations. So the reverse. Honda announced theirs in, on September 7th of this year, and that in 2025 with their new EVs, those will have the NACS port native, but before then, their CCS vehicles will have an adapter. Hyundai Kia. So this happened on October 5th that they made their announcement. They're going NACS and this will debut beginning in quarter four of 2024. And then they'll gain access to 12,000 plus superchargers in North America, and that they will have the adapter starting in quarter one of 2025 to be able to access the Tesla supercharger network. What about Jaguar? September 21st, they made their announcement. They signed an agreement with Tesla for 12,000 superchargers for its current and future customers with the Nax connector and the next generation luxury electric Jaguars that will come out in 2025 will have the Nax connector. And so they'll have that for the vehicles and the home chargers. And then they will be sourcing and supplying adapters from Tesla for iPace drivers once they are available. Mercedes, July 7th, they made their announcement that in 2024, they will have access to more than 12,000 superchargers in North America through the Mercedes Me Charge. So they're also doing the software integration. I think all automakers will have to do that. By 2025, they will have the NAX ports on their EVs, and then they will initially offer an adapter from 2024 onwards. Nissan, they announced their plans on July 19th to adopt the North American charging standard into their EV models and the beginning of 2025. So from 2024 on, Nissan will make a charging adapter available to current EV models, those ARIA models. And then starting in 2025, their EVs in the US and Canada will have the NAX port. Polestar, June 29th, they announced. From 2025 on, the new Polestar vehicles sold in North America will be equipped with the NAX charging port by default, and then they will have those existing Polestar model drivers to have an adapter so that they can access the charging network, and they expected them mid-2024. Again, they had 12,000 superchargers named in their press release for access. Rivian, June 20th. Rivian drivers will have access to more than 12,000 superchargers in 2024, they said on June 20th. They will incorporate the North American charging standard charge points into R1 vehicles starting in 2025, as well as the upcoming R2 platform. As for an adapter, they said this will be available to enable Rivian's R1S and R1T to charge on the supercharger network as early as spring of 2024. Subaru, I know you were waiting for this one. November 1st, they are adopting the North American charging standard beginning in 2025. Of course, they only have the Subaru Solterra at this point. So they said that they will adopt it on certain Subaru BEVs launched in North America beginning in 2025, and then will continue to advance NAX adoption for subsequent BEVs to be launched after that. So they will also provide access to an adapter to let their 2025 customers and on owning or leasing applicable Subaru BEVs to charge. And then those with NAX compatible Subaru BEVs will gain access to more than 15,000 Tesla superchargers across North America, which is the first time I saw 15,000 in this list. So that's interesting, and I don't exactly know why. We think it might be the V3 versus V4 superchargers, but like this is Subaru. What do you think?
I want that answer. Toyota, October 19th, they said that they are adopting Nax and Toyota and Lexus will have access to more than 12,000 Tesla superchargers in North America. And they are going to incorporate the Nax ports in certain Toyota and Lexus BEVs starting in 2025. They also said that customers owning or leasing Toyota and Lexus vehicles that are applicable here uh, will have access to an adapter to enable their Nax charging starting in 2025. So Volvo, June 27th, they announced their plans that from 2025 on, their BEVs will be equipped with the North American charging standard. 12,000 superchargers will be accessible to their customers, and they are expecting that figure to rise in the future as well. And they also said that drivers of future Volvo cars equipped with the NAX charging port that wish to continue charging on the CCS chargers will be able to continue doing so with an adapter provided by Volvo cars. So again, like GM, there's the reverse adapter. Lucid. They announced on November 6th, people were kind of like waiting for Lucid to do this and they did it just last month. So Lucid customers will be able to access, just like Subaru, 15,000 Tesla superchargers in North America in 2025. Lucid will integrate the North American charging standard in 2025 and then they have their current vehicles with the CCS chargers being able to use an adapter in 2025 as well to access the supercharger network. Okay, VW Group, December, and this is the last one, December 19th, future Volkswagen, Audi, Porsche, and Scout electric vehicles will use the North American charging standard in 2025. So they will explore adapter solutions for existing vehicles to access the supercharging network starting in 2025. Scout Motors, of course, will be able to access the Tesla network once their vehicles go on sale. And then they also had more than 15,000 superchargers listed as available to them. So the holdouts are still Mazda, Mitsubishi, Stellantis, and VinFast. And we're just kind of waiting to see what happens there, but that's a long list of automakers who already have their plans to go with the Tesla supercharger network. It'll be interesting to see who really is able to come onto the network next. And that is kind of an overview of who's going where with Nax, what their plans are with adapters, how many superchargers they say they'll have access to, and when they announced it. Let me know what you think. Who will be coming next? Will it be obvious just whoever announced it after Ford and GM? Or do you have another guess? Thanks for tuning into the Out of Spec podcast. It's been a great 2023. Look forward to 2024 with you all. I'll catch you next time on the Out of Spec podcast.